you, you have fame and money and beauty and why would you ever be miserable? Welcome back to another episode of It's, it's for, for the, the table. table. We are the women of It's for the Table, and we want to bring a little something for everybody. That's right, to, to this, this table. table. We're here to share our experiences as authentically as we would at a Sunday brunch with each other, unafraid to shine a light on topics otherwise kept in the dark. We're unapologetic, a little bit messy, but so ready to own our stories. <laughs> <laughs> so take an hour, take off your bra if, if you're, you're wearing, wearing one. one Grab your drink of choice. Today, Gabby made us her own version of a Cosmo because this is 1,000% not a Cosmo. Okay, but it's still good, isn't but it? But it's Cosmo-like. It's okay. Cosmo-ish. I love how it... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're telling me that I made you this. You took at least eight sips out of it. We've been having a conversation prior to us recording, and you just you just, you just did this on purpose. You wanted it to be recorded. You wanted to say... Grab a drink of your choice or a kind of like a Cosmo. Like, fuck I was going to say something, but I didn't want to be rude. Oh, so you and wanted to make sure it was like, recorded. I literally, I couldn't hold it back. Like, this was like the perfect, I just, the discipline in me. So what's Cease. so what's so bad about it? What do you make, what do you put in Vodka, this? Vodka, cranberry juice, lime. No, you didn't. You put, what? I think maybe you put too much cranberry. What kind of cranberry is this? Like a vegan cranberry or something? What do you mean vegan cranberry? It just doesn't taste like a Cosmo. Okay, sorry. I, I'm it's, it's good. Did you put lime instead of lemon? That also, I, I taste no, lemony. There's a go look at the scraps of the key lime right on my on my counter. I can't. Okay, anyways, take off your bra if you're wearing one. Have a drink of your choice and listen up. Jesus, I'm mad at you. Oh my god, I'm so mad at you. Anyways, if you missed it. Now I'm just going to enunciate every time I talk because I'm pissed. If you missed just, it last... Nope. It's I my just, turn to talk. I have to be the, I have to be turn the one off making mic. the drinks. Good. So do it. I will. Next Great. time. Awesome. So if you missed it, episode 42 last week was called 30, Flirty, and Thriving. Um, obviously, I'm not thriving in the drink game, but... There's literally a lemon in here. Yeah, for garnish. It's... <laughs> you literally just lied and said no. You didn't I use a lemon. squeezed the lime juice. But I'm like, I'm like, did you add it? I just looked. It's literally a lemon. So you're telling me you can taste that small little sliver I, of lemon over the uh, over the entire one whole key lime that I squeezed in there? I I get out. You think I just made that up? I didn't even know there was a lemon in there. If you're not already, please follow us on Instagram, you can Twitter. Edit this out. I don't even <laughs> care anymore. Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. At It's For The Table, and we do have a Facebook page. Please like it. Um, if you are enjoying this, you're probably not going to enjoy this 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 episode intro because we just yelled at each other for five minutes. But if you are enjoying this episode and other episodes, please refer it to a friend. Share it with them. Let them have a listen. Like, subscribe, and leave a review. We would love that. Do you want to leave a review on my drink making? Oh, now she's not going to talk to me. I'm not going to talk. She's not going to talk the entire time. Wait, this goes against our entire like one sub umbrella conversation topic for today. Women hating women? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate you. <laughs> well, it, it I feel hated. You feel attacked <laughs> based on my opinion. And as this is like so Courtney Kardashian of me to say, but I just won't make those kind of jokes with you anymore because you're not <laughs> taking them with how I mean them, which is as a joke. Cute. All you're right, we'll laugh about this tomorrow. I don't come my sensitivity levels Alyssa <laughs> triggering me all right what are we talking about today i'm sorry uh, i'm sorry this too. drink is all good right. i love you 
I love you. Okay. It's just not a Cosmo. Okay. <laughs> like, it, like, don't end, like, don't say I love you and then end it on saying it's not a Cosmo. Why are you not paying attention to I love you? Why are you paying attention to how I end it? Like, I just said I love you. So why are you just focused on the negative? Because you ended it that way. But you, wa- you can choose what you focus on. <laughs> I cannot. All right. So what are we going to talk about today? So today's topic is um, all about Britney Spears. But there's other things that go around that. So obviously everybody knows about the Free Britney movement and the New York Times documentary that just came out about framing Britney Spears um, and pretty much examines herself in the public eye, everything with her you know, court status and her battle against her psychotic dad, Jamie Spears, and their um, concert... I don't ask, don't look I at know. me. I don't know how to say this. Uh, for some reason, I don't... Conservatorship? Conservatorship, I think. Conservatorship. Conservatorship, yeah. Conservationship. <laughs> One of those. Anyway, whatever, however you pronounce it, it's shitty. <laughs> but we wanted to talk about this because I think there's other subtopics into the Britney situation that um, people aren't aware about and kind of what, I guess, what added to her slow downfall that wasn't really her fault. Right. Like you I know what I mean? Like, there's so many factors that, that gave into um, the Britney situation that weren't focused on and other areas were focused on that wasn't really fair to her. And I just think that we are all kind of to blame for that aspect that it took a documentary coming out 10 plus years after the fact for anybody to really hone in on how we acted during Britney's mental breakdown when you treated it as a joke. And that's because the society and media treated it as like a joke because it was scary for anybody to think that somebody could snap like that. But as the documentary pointed out, like, it was such a buildup and I feel so sorry for her. And the right. f- fact that we bought the tabloids and we right. clicked on the clickbait and we right. em- and emphasized what she was going through and made it her issue yeah. as opposed to the issue with society and media and social media and her fame and the pressure of just being a female and the kind and everything that was on her back. I would have broke down way sooner than Britney had. Like, I, I can't right. even imagine. And everything that she was going through was, like, it was a cry for help. And people looked at it as a circus, like, mm-hmm. just laughing at her. I, uh, the whole, I, I would say the whole, like, two, 2000 to, like, 2015, I feel like the world was just in the denial period of life. Like, it was so yeah. unheard of to acknowledge mental illness because our parents didn't talk about it. And you right. kind of just got through things and... You, you have fame and money and beauty and why would you ever be miserable? And right. how, like it, it was so far beyond our understanding because it was too scary for any of us to, to dive into it, dive into it. Cause then we're like, well, if she's messed up, what, what, what is that? that? Is that was why that? I messed up? Is that right? It just, it was a bigger umbrella topic that nobody wanted, really wanted to dive yeah. into. Thankfully, I think over the past couple of years, there's been a movement towards it, but it's, it's so shitty that it's ever had to come to this documentary to realize what she was going through. Right. Like and, she, I, and she's been in her conservatorship for 13 years. I, which for I had 13 n- years. Wait, We're in 2021. 2021. That's wow. wild. For 13 years. I mean, she's, al- she's also making, she's still continuously making money. And I mean, she just put out her uh, a new single a couple months ago. She has two kids that she's raising. She has a boyfriend. She owns her mansion in, in you know, some nice area of LA. And it's like, you have a conservatorship? Yeah, which I, I mean, if you haven't watched the documentary, we highly recommend yeah. it. It's a really easy watch. They could have dove so much more into yeah. it. Like It's available there's, there's on uh, on Hulu. On Hulu. But 
she was working in Vegas making like 1.5 mil a show and was one of the biggest shows in Vegas. So it is insane that the court ordered her as not mentally stable enough to to, to, be, to have control over her, her own money, her, her own, own money, decisions. Her own decisions. She can't drive a car. But they made her mentally stable enough to be able to go make $1.5 million for right. her conservative shippers. Right. Conservative shippers. Conservatees. <laughs> Who's ever in charge of her? The men that own her. We're going yes. to... We're so, gonna make yeah, it as like, simple as we can. The men that are that are owning you, her. When you put it that way, move. like, how can you have? How can you be yeah. enough for one area because it's making money, and right. that's just what it all comes down to. And it's sick. It's it's also very scary. It's scary that somebody can have. And listen, I think everybody who's listening to this episode, there's one point in your life where you're like, "Wow, I was out of control," or "Wow, I didn't feel my best," and that's okay because everybody everybody goes through that. I mean, mm-hmm. I can think of three off the top of my head. I can't imagine if I couldn't I couldn't grow through that situation and have somebody else controlling me. But also and even like prior to her losing control, like I said, I think she handled it as well as she could for as long as she could yeah. have. Especially before she being like, in the public eye. Yeah. It, in the documentary, watching her do some interviews and grown 50 40 50 year old men asking her about her breast and her virginity and her sex life is fucking disgusting yeah act like literally disgusting because she's a hot she was a hot beautiful female yeah with a and nice we grew body. up we grew up in the 90s so we knew like she britney spears is one of the greatest pop stars of our of our time yeah and she is very talented she's funny um she is intelligent and she's smart she's a businesswoman there's a there's a reason why she's she has been so successful and has made so much money and why people you know all around the world love her but it's so sad like Alyssa was saying there's so many moments especially in this documentary that you don't realize are so hyper focused on today because it wasn't looked at back in the day where were inappropriate situations during interviews like it was never okay to ask somebody about their breasts like if somebody were to ask me that in an interview in today's fucking slap them i would tell i yeah i would one like i'd I'd be arrested for assault yeah (laughs) like that's that's sexual fucking harassment why do you care about my breasts i just released an album that went fucking platinum is that what they call it i forget platinum (laughs) yeah and it's like and do you ever ask guys about their dick like do you ask her did you ask justin timberlake how big his dick was if you're asking britney about her breast yeah it's sad i've never i've never guys don't get asked about their body or their abs or their dick size or their sexual partners it is so sexualized around women and i'm like right i i can't even believe that we are where we are right and i guess this i guess this obviously the the episode is called free britney and we obviously you know the main focus is talking about britney but it stems into so many other things where um you know before we we started recording this when Alyssa and i were talking Alyssa was saying that you know, we're just so tired of women having to apologize and explain themselves for how they're living their lives. I, this topic, it popped me off in the worst way because I was yeah. so fucking heated because it, it is disgusting that people have made careers out of destroying women. The and reputation of women. And just like the... the or the their s- choices. And the double standards. Like, yeah. you, you put you put them on a pedestal and you shame them for literally every single thing they do and they're not even getting paid that much to be... Yeah. To, like if anything like they should be getting paid the most because they're of all the pressure that they're under and i if you like i said if you made a career as a reporter to 
diminish their reputation or who they are as a person and to come for their lives and their decisions they made like i think you're disgusting yeah i mean uh, one of the biggest things that i took away from the britney spears documentary is um there's one portion where they talk about the you know the iconic tabloid photos when britney shaves her head and you know she has she does have a mental breakdown and you know i think she was like um she tried to like uh I guess break the window of the paparazzi mm-hmm. car that kept chasing her with the umbrella, and that's the iconic photo that we see everywhere. And everybody's like, "Oh my God!" Like Britney went psycho. She's crazy. If, you like can, if Britney can crazy. survive 2007, you could survive anything, right? And it's and and people don't realize that like the only reason that happened is because the paparazzi antagonized her. They followed her every fucking move. She couldn't be no alone. Return. She couldn't be alone for any second of her day. Like I can't imagine. Like sometimes I have bad days, and I stroll out of the house, and I'm like, "Well, thank God nobody knows me. I'm about to, you know." go pick up a coffee, get my groceries, and then go home. She couldn't do anything ever and the by herself. And the did interview one of the famous paparazzi. That Trash. I hate him. So, uh, Also, the, just, just so everyone is aware, a paparazzi is in no way, shape, or form considered photography. We're as a as a photographer we do not claim them <laughs> like they i think that they are just a poor excuse of a human being and i think it's so sad that we legally allow paparazzi to exist and take over the lives of others agreed so in the documentary he was saying that britney used to be i guess before her her breakdown she was very nice to paparazzi she gave them the shots that they wanted she talked right. to them she was a very polite individual which i'm sure god forbid as a as a female if you're not polite then you're cast then as you're a bitch. bitch and the mean devil but um and then you see her literally in interviews and which in shots asking them to please leave her alone like she has her kids with her she's doing this she just wants to go home whatever and the paparazzi literally said that he's like, at no point did I think that it was sh- like, did we need to stop? Lies. Like sh- and she didn't give any indication that we wanted her to stop. And the interviewer was like, well, what about when she asked you to stop? And he's like, well, I didn't think she, she, she meant, meant it. it. <laughs> um, oh, so now like, just so everybody uh, knows that's the same excuse that people give when it comes to rape culture. But she was asking for it. She wanted it. She she didn't really put up a fight about not wanting to have sex. It's, this, it's the same language. And it's so... It's just... I guess it's just so sad to realize that it, for a woman, wh- no doesn't mean no. Mm-hmm. There's a, There has to be some kind of explanation for it. There has to be some kind of overall reasoning. It's like... It, it's just... It's, it's really sad and you know no wonder she had a breakdown no wonder she shaved her head no wonder she was she was being reckless she just needed help she wanted to escape the life that was built for her and and, and being mocked for her that would never fly today in yeah. today's world ever yeah and the thing is so I, we were also talking about this because um you know i think everybody does remember the I- iconic tabloid pictures of her shaving her head and the first thing that everybody said was wow she's crazy now women get praised for shaving their heads today. Now it's like a trend. Now it's a, a fashion statement. Now it's like a liberating thing for women to do. I mean, people praise Halsey, you know, another, you know, a, a, a pop star of, of today's era, you know, for, for shaving her head and rocking that look. And it's like, it's just so sad because like Britney did it first. Mm-hmm. And when she's when she did it, it was looked at something so negative and ugly. And now you see it just happening everywhere. 
with well, women, which is which to, which to be fair, I think is is very liberating, and I think it's amazing for women to be able to be respected as women, and and you know, long hair doesn't mean that you're a women woman or not, and I think it's it's very freeing for women to be able to do that, but it just sucks that it it just it wasn't known to be that inspiring until today's society that and flipped it, d- it. it depends on the narrative like you true yeah you have to manipulate anything to fit whatever right. narrative you're trying to sell or that you're trying to like buy into right and so like if fit it was such a hot topic for britney to be crazy so they made her look crazy now right. it's like it's so empowering and it's beautiful and right. it's different and it's unique and I-, I just wish people would give the the women that broke down the the ceilings like i wish that sometimes that they were given credit for all that they had to yeah. go through for people to feel that it's now empowering to shave your head like i, I has anybody said sorry to britney <laughs> like so, the tabloids so that's another topic um when it comes to apologies justin timberlake douchebag so because of the um documentary and pretty much everything going around the free britney movement and britney getting a lot of shame and um hate because she apparently cheated on justin timberlake and that's why cry me a river came out and justin got praised because oh my god like she broke his heart all this stuff oh my god um he had to come out and actually apologize not just to britney but also to janet jackson because he was put on a pedestal when everything happened when it came to the britney situation because there was only one side of the st- interesting men don't like that but there was they, also they one side sell. of the story there was one side of the story where you know allegedly britney cheated on justin and listen it's not Who our cares? relationship so we cannot speak on it but there was also another you know side of it where justin also was you know um cheated on britney so there was and, and listen they were young we also they, don't know these people yeah we like genuinely uh, do not, not know right so it's not our place to talk about their relationship so there was just a lot of of hate against Britney that was one-sided when it came to that, um, I guess the downfall of that relationship. So, so because of that, you know, Justin had to apologize, and then and then also Justin apologized because I don't know if anybody remembers, but the Super Bowl performance with Justin if Timberlake anybody remembers. And I mean, the thing is, it ruined somebody's career. What happened? Like, yeah, it's but, sad but if you don't. But remember I it. say that because people don't think yeah. about it from a Janet Jackson's perspective. Mm-hmm. But Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake performed at the Super Bowl one year, and Janet. Jackson had a wardrobe malfunction that she had to take the sole blame for. Her, I think her left breast was exposed when Justin. Yeah, like Justin, like something happened where Justin, during some stupid move that he does, hit her, I guess her chest, and a portion of her wardrobe came off that exposed her breast. And it was just like, Janet is a slut. I can't believe Janet exposed herself. Janet does this and blah, blah, blah literally was so shamed for it that she lost a lot of sponsorships after the super bowl people like spoke ill about her and no hate was onto justin timberlake at all and listen it it honestly not it may not have been either of their faults like shit happens like the maybe there really was just a wardrobe wardrobe malfunction but i think why people were upset at justin in this situation is because he just didn't speak up for her on her behalf he didn't have to because he's a, he he was a male like there was no but that's what i mean like there's no but that's accountability. why but that's why he needed to apologize because as sad as it is women need men as allies to help change these certain uh stigmas and you know situations that women unfortunately have to be in because of societal norms and it wasn't until the britney documentary where these issues um resurfaced and he had to apologize and i think it's amazing but at the same time it's really sad that it didn't it, it, it 
because there's nothing it, that can be done like, right li- because it was in careers right were because it was hyper focused you know what almost 10 years ago at this point the damage was done like again people blamed what she was wearing right again sound familiar <laughs> if she wasn't wearing that it would have happened if she wasn't wearing well, that short she skirt wearing? she wouldn't have been raped if uh, she wasn't asking for it by showing her cleavage like it's, I, it's just sad I, I do appreciate justin making the public apology but yeah. again i do think that's a pure example of what privilege is to be held accountable for something 10 plus years yeah. later and you being able to say that you're going to adjust your actions moving forward and that you are learning more now and you you are more aware and you're you're going to change your actions for the future yeah. like just being able to get away with saying that like what else like what else can you do it's like no are we going to hate him forever like he's already made his whole career he's a well-established pop star and right now he's an actor it, it just sucks that like w- female in the same spotlight aren't given the same opportunity yeah. and then they're held to a harder and higher right. standard and or their or their justice is is you know comes to light 10 years later mm-hmm. you know and I, I think i like Alyssa said like i think the movement for britney right now is really amazing i think the focus on her is needed and it's just like it's i think it's so nice um for people to care so much but like it's a little late like it, you know what i mean like she's been in this cons- um concert conservatorship for 13 years now yeah like all 13 years that's great that's more than a decade and we've heard about her breakdown forever forever it was the biggest people still talk about it people still joke about it and it's just it's insane that this is what magazines were publishing and focusing on meanwhile you have harvey weinstein there was women getting raped in the industry and like sexually assaulted and sexually used sexually manipulated to where their careers were held in the hands of a a guy in power and they had to do stuff like that's the story like those were always the real stories they were always happening and you're saying they're fucking worrying about but those stories yeah and those stories never sold because they weren't interesting the olympics gymnastics doctor was raping and sexually harassing and assaulting hundreds of their teenagers in front with their parents in the same room like that and again something like that wasn't wasn't brought to to justice until what eight years later and it is 10 years later that nobody people just can't speak up because like again you're looked at wrongly if you speak up before or not society is right or not even wrongly but scared yeah because like society is not ready the amount of fear that you know or wasn't ready specifically women endure because they have to doubt themselves on what they think is right or wrong Mm -hmm. and that's really so i mean even something as simple as being catcalled I know I've been catcalled where I'm like, oh, should I say something? Like, I shouldn't. Like, what if they get mad? It's like, they're they're talking about my body. Why wouldn't I speak up for myself? We are told from a very young age to be polite and you have to explain yourself. You have to do what you're told. And there's just like... Act like a lady. We were just never told to have like a backbone about and like standing up for ourselves. Like, that's why you just think since it's everything that's what's happening was happening right. like it has to be normal i'm the one that's crazy and right i just feel bad for every female artist in that era and still wh- whoever yeah. it's still happening to and any woman i'm sorry for my part in it because it was easier to blame britney and to not see what she was really right. going through and to 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 buy the j14 magazines yeah. as a kid Teen and beat. to and to just give in to what they were selling us, but they were yeah. selling it because we were buying it. Right. And so I think we're to blame as a society, we not are. just Justin, not just the men. We. 
Right. No, and it's very true. And I think, like, obviously, we, you know, when, when the documentary came out, you know, Alyssa and I did watch it, and we, you know, talked about it and all this stuff, and we definitely wanted to talk about it on the podcast, but we did want to expand from that because there's other situations that people don't realize that that has happened in the past to people in, in, in the limelight, in, in the celebrity world or the, the music world or the acting world, um, that I think, like Alyssa said, we just give into it and we just accept it for what it is because it's what the tabloids and society and, and this pop culture gives us. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's embarrassing. And I think I think there's definitely needs, now more than ever needs to be a change for that. But, you know, we did write a list down of like past situations when it came to women that were, I, I, I guess, affected by this. Like mm-hmm. think about Lindsay Lohan. Oh, oh my God! You, you that you girl's going fucking through it. Has anybody ever said something positive about Lindsay Lohan? No. If somebody brings up Lindsay years. Lohan to you, is it positive? Probably not. But it's so sad because people don't realize that, like, sometimes people just have a really hard upbringing and they're thrown into the limelight, and it's like, why are we? Why are we? Like, why are we being so mean to somebody? Because they just don't have it together. I know. And I watched um, an interview that she did with, who was it? David Letterman. And he put her on the spot and asked her that she should be in rehab right now. And she literally yeah. looked dead at she the camera and was like, we didn't discuess yeah. this. She like, was a guest. Yeah, she was a guest on the, I guess, his the Letterman show when he was still um, on air. And he had the balls to look at her in the eyes. And this is like post, this is post rehab. This is like when she was trying to get her life together and she's older, right? And and she's, you know, literally coming on as a guest and, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, shouldn't you be in rehab right now? Mm-hmm. The audacity for a man to ask a woman And it's that. just like people, like nobody has their shit together as I'm realizing as I'm like, in adulthood i feel i don't even feel like a full adult yet like but as you like you think that you have your life together and yeah. that everybody has their life together nobody doesn't i i can't imagine looking at somebody in my family because i've dealt with people that were on drugs and that have died from it and that have went to jail from it and yeah. that have went to rehab for it i can imagine looking at them and shaming them for it right and, and making them feel like fucking right. nothing like they're useless in society and to make them feel bad right. about getting help or that they relapsed again like we all have those people in yeah. our lives that we know are associated with drugs and like that's their way of coping because they, they don't know anywhere else to cope yeah and no i i'm not sitting there fucking condoning doing drugs but it's like who are we to judge how other people handle their brokenness and their trauma and their pressure and their stress and their depression this was also before a time that mental illness was a fucking thing it's always been a thing but none of us wanted to acknowledge it so you're sitting there shaming her for going to therapy five or going to rehab five times right sorry she wants to better herself yeah no but yeah i think i think especially the one of the the best things that have come out of 2020 and 2021 is that mental illness is becoming such an important but why did it take this long? yeah yeah it, it like, now now it's looked at as as like no this like is, they this paid is the real price for it it's fucking sad like their, their sad. whole careers were ruined because of it right but Liz made a good point earlier like we were raised in a society and in a household where like no you're you're not mentally ill you're just lazy or you're going through a teenage phase or you're not grateful for things no people <laughs> Mental illness is so real, and I think it's so sad that, that it, like Alyssa said, it, it, it has taken so long for it to be um, acknowledged. And you think of like the Lindsay Lohans and the Britney Spearses, and, and honestly, all, all the other people that are in the limelight that haven't been able to really be themselves because their mental illness was looked at as, oh, that's weak, oh, she's a bitch, oh, she's a slut, mm-hmm. oh, she's this and that, and 
And the art, the artists that have used drugs and that outlet, like they became easy targets because obviously drugs are legal and they, like people right. just want to judge them for how they, right. how they deal with their issues. But when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry got together, that bitch was shamed for get, having a divorce and being married before. She was shamed for having a fucking life before she met the, the, God the for, God-given God forbid, Prince Harry. God forbid she, she fell in love. God forbid she... They she shamed her for her ethnicity and not yeah. being full white and for what she looked like and, right. and, and for her, her past ha- life and, and her, her acting family career issues. And, and it's like... And her okay, party so, phase. Okay, we're, we're shaming Lindsay for, for being a drug addict and going to rehab and Amanda Bynes for going crazy on air and for them like putting them their vulnerability out there and dealing with their issues in that illegal substance abuse way. And, but then we're also going to shame Meghan Markle for being a quote-unquote normal human that have yeah. that's made normal mistakes that we all fucking make. Not once did I hear about Prince Harry's fucking escapades of having sex with this girl and going yeah. out he, with he this was, girl. He, he was, was dating he everybody. Was, he was a royal teenager at one point. He was going and everywhere, doing everything. Like they made Meghan yeah. Markle feel like that she wasn't good enough to be in his royal presence. Right. That how dare he be with somebody right. that was casted as, as a a slut in society because she was married and had sex before she met him <laughs> and had a life and has a fucked up sister yeah, who threw her under the so fucking bus. It's so scary. It's, Even, it's disgusting. Yeah, and I it think makes a, me sick. And I think another one, and the only reason we, we're bringing this up is because me and Alyssa both grew up with them. And like, if you were born in the 90s, you'll know this too, but Jessica Simpson. Jessica mm. Simpson and Nicholas Shea were, that, that was the original... Please read her book if you haven't already. I mentioned yeah. it before on other po- on other episodes. It is a really enlightening book, yeah. her story. And I think the whole point is that, that I think every female is now coming out with their story because you only heard one side for so long. Right. So you were easily able to to excuse your, your beliefs and, and coming against these people because yeah. you only had one side and that was your excuse for so long. Now that you know better, you got to do better with this fucking information. It is all out there. The facts are out there. The proof is out there. Stories. The proof the, yeah. is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding. But Jessica Simpson, she but talks we, about people shamed her body, like yeah. her having boobs at 12 years old that passed right. around to her mom and told her mom that she needs to start wearing a bra because her nipples are showing. But also, like people, did, people didn't realize like the manipulation of that. I mean, when when Jessica Simpson and Nicholas They sexualized her married. entire virginity. They asked her, about sex and if she miss if she if they enjoyed sex on yeah. the honeymoon how it was and every single first conversation off, was about her all, virginity nothing none of your business first of all none of your business if to ask about your virginity yeah and like, the only reason they, they they had permission to do that is because she was in the in the public you had a, eye. that was basically her brand too because right th- it wasn't enough that she was a talented beautiful actor no act- she had to be looked at as like a uh, an the innocent sex and sexualized she's virgin who now is married and now has a reality show and and all this she stuff was shamed for being a virgin and then shamed for being a, well, yeah. a, d- so, a divorcee so, slut so, so that's the thing so when Jessica Simpson and Nicholas Shea got divorced everybody said there's no way there's no how like I can't believe this is happening and obviously it w- i mean i remember being young and, and thinking that too but you know you grow up and you're like that's normal people get divorced people grow out of love and people change and that's just like the norm like it, it's the same i think i think they that's also the were same. never right together if you li- like it from their stories like they just right. weren't people that they were right so then after they got divorced obviously like if you're gonna get divorced you're probably gonna go through some shit right you spend half of your uh, half of your adult life with somebody and then get married to somebody and you think you're going to live happily ever after together, like, of course you're going to go through some stuff. So, of course, like, Nick Lachey was like, oh, I'm, I'm in love with v- Vanessa, whatever her name is. They get married and they have their own thing. But for Jessica Simpson, like, she started dating... She started, started dating... She, she dated John Mayer. She dated Johnny Knoxville. She started dating a bunch of people. Nobody 
nobody said, you know what? Good for her. She's mm-hmm. single now. She's doing her own thing. No. I would have what happened everybody was, if yeah. I were her. If I looked like her and I had her access to these hot guys. Right. But she was destroyed. It's exactly what we shamed Taylor Swift for. She like, was destroyed in the tabloids for like, God forbid she was just trying to find any other human connection. And her, and she also like had, right. a, she went through, she was sexually abused as a child, as a child. Yeah. And that she had a hard time finding her brand because her, their publicist wanted her to be this like Christian singer. singer but she spent also, her so much of yeah. her time not being herself. And I, I can attest to this. Being heartbroken makes you do crazy awful things. things. Crazy, it is awful. It is yeah. one of the worst feelings in the world. And to shame her for getting over Nick in right in a way of of sleeping around. Not I, even, I'm it, sorry. That's <laughs> it. That's the worst. That's we, the worst all, thing. Haven't we all been there? Yeah. Yeah. And it's so sad because uh, listen, I think it's like. Like who are we to judge? Like I, that's okay. The, so yeah, that's what people, I was gonna say. If you, people. if you haven't done that, or if you have never been that low, if you've never been in a situation, all right, go ahead, talk. But everybody has. If you're not human, you can has. talk. Like I, everybody has done some derivative of. And I think of that. yeah, and I think that goes to like we said this in another episode where we talked about like social media and how like people think they have like the audacity to comment on like whatever picture or video or photo or whatever on social media because you're hi- you're hiding behind mm-hmm. a platform right like you would never say like people would never say half the things they do on a social media post to somebody's face because you have that barrier to hide from it mm-hmm. right it's the same thing with celebrities we could talk all the shit we want or, s- or people are allowed to say anything that write anything they want because they're never going to like be in front of them and saying mm-hmm. it to their face and Just i think that's so sad who are we to decide like i that, that this is what's yeah. blowing my mind that we that we think that we can that our opinions matter <laughs> that what we yeah. think about other people and what they do with their lives think matter. about all the wasted energy all the wasted energy that we spend talking about other people other people's lives other things that we will never have any any face-to-face contact with but for some reason we have we think we have the like privilege to talk about and listen i'm saying Again, this on privilege. air because Correct. me and Alyssa have talked about it we're both guilty of this Everybody is. If you're not, you're a liar. Yeah, I wasn't. I wa- I wasn't even a Jackson Simpson fan until I read her books. I was just like, oh, she went off the deep end. Like she's doing this. She's. Yeah. yeah. I just judged her. But again, that's. I, I, admittedly, I'm saying this. I judge people based on things that I can't understand, and it's easier to judge than try to understand it. Right. I also, then, judge then, out of also, jealousy. Also, it does. Also, it's quicker to judge than spend time to learn. Yeah. Right. And, and like I can't. Like I've never been divorced and i've never had my marriage put on air and i've never had my virginity sexualized right and i've never had somebody emotionally abuse me and i right. never i i never had my parents not believe me about a sexual assault and i never right. i've i've never been in a thousand of jessica simpson's shoes so for to think that i can even fucking comprehend what i would do in her situation the only way that you would know what you would do in that situation is if you were her in that fucking situation right. like we were i I know what it's like to be me and to go through my own trauma and to deal with my own issues. Like I know what I have done because of certain things, but I don't know what I would do if I was them. If I had a camera on me 25, seven telling me how to be and who to act and, and who to sleep with and asking me how my, how my, the first time I had sex was like, I, I, it's sad. They, there needs to be like a reckoning. Yeah. And I just like, nobody is held accountable for any of this. I think there is, I think, like you said earlier, like people are starting to tell their stories. People are coming out about things. And like, I, I genuinely think that no one is safe anymore. 
you know what I mean? Like in this day and age, everything is recorded. Everything is on video. Like, like it's you one just of the main reasons I want I'm going to law school. Yeah. Like just to like the fact that just to be able to have the law and the resources behind you to be able to help people that have yeah. been this in these situations is right. And, and I think the last, the last, um, example that we want to use is, uh, Billie Holiday. Um, so Liz, do you want to talk about what you learned about her? Yeah. So when I was looking up, um, people that have been defamed by social media and have kind of their careers ruined. Yeah. When I mentioned Billie Holiday, Gabby knew who she was and knew who I was talking about. She's like, oh yeah, she's the beautiful jazz singer. Yeah. She's I incredible. Like, yeah, I have you know what happened. I, have, I literally have her records. I listen to her all the time. Um, apparently she, she had a, a rough upbringing, was abused as a child, been with a bunch of abusive men. And I think that she used her music to kind of tell her stories and speak out about injustices that she was personally being faced with as a black woman in that time. But I guess society, because we have to wait for society to be ready for things we weren't <laughs> ready. She made a song about stop about black people being lynched. I can't even believe I even just said that sentence, that that's a thing that we're, that, that, that exists. Yeah. Um, and she, her whole career was ruined because of it. She lost job opportunities. She also couldn't even, aside from the, aside from her making that song, she couldn't even be in the same theater as white performers. Right. And she had to use a different entrance in the back. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that she was using her voice and her platform and her talent to speak about how she felt as a black woman and that she lost job opportunities because of it, because nobody else was right. doing what she and, was doing. And, and nobody she, understood it. And she went to jail. She went to jail for a whole year. They, The police used like the drugs against her. And mm-hmm. she just, they, it completely destroyed everything she built. And it, it just sucks that you see that people speak out and how they're treated because of right. it. Right. And, and I, I honestly, genuinely, because I'm, I'm a huge. Uh, I didn't know it either. I yeah. just read it yesterday. And, I, and I'm a huge uh, like jazz fan. Like I, I have a, a bunch of old records that that i've been collecting since i was um you know my early 20s and Alyssa told me this and like my jaw dropped you know and like even even to this day if you were to go up to anybody and be like oh do you know who billy holiday oh yeah this beautiful black woman performer from you know which i'm the, happy that's her legacy of of course but like, like i why don't we know her whole story I, but right and, and it, i don't know it was just like it was really eye-opening and it was really sad to know that and like I guess like Alyssa said, like her legacy isn't known for being, for trying to speak the truth or trying to like bring justice to something that was so wrong mm-hmm. because like Alyssa said, society wasn't ready. Even as they w- weren't fucking ready to the address di- it. The Dixie chicks. The Dixie chicks. Because chick, they, yeah. they, poli- they spoke about their political views and at that time that wasn't something that was polite to do. Right. And they're in like this, you know, this, I guess this uh, genre of like country pop and you know, most of, I'm not stereotyping, but most of, you know, country singers can can lean a little bit more on the conservative side. And for some reason, them talking about their political views was a no-no. And then they just got they were destroyed for being a a, 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 a woman group that wanted to speak on out on something that they believed in through their art. Trash. I think all of, I think I. I mean, we didn't even speak about half of them. There's like a, the Amanda Bynes situation, Amy Winehouse. There, yeah. There's there's tons of females that have been. Yeah. ruined because of what society and the media told us to believe about them yeah. and their story i think they should all have a chance to have a comeback <laughs> like i just feel bad for them yeah. i hate that there's no justice and again the like privilege speaking we yeah. can only move forward and learn from our yeah. mistakes it's like where where does it end but i think like 
I think little by little. I think you're right about there. G- there is going to be a reckoning. It's just little by little. But like, I don't know. I, I think about like everything that has been exposed today, and y- it, you just didn't see that ten years ago. Yeah, it sucks that it, it's it's taking so long. But like, it's also encouraging. Like, I think having to stick to a, the positive side of like, let's continue this this you know is, it, this is, there, is there just like a, a tabloid magazine that only talks about good stuff that happens for no, celebrities because it doesn't make money it's the same thing with news if it doesn't why bleed, don't it we want to hear the good stuff like why don't we want to hear people's stories people and hear gossip how and drama that like i'm over it i'm yeah. fucking over it i'm over fucking talking about girls and and shaming them for this and making yeah. them feel bad for having to stick up for themselves and it's sad because it's like every good thing has to come to an end or everything, everything that's good ends up being bad, mm-hmm. and it sucks. Like, okay, do you remember when? Do you remember when? Quor- and uh, maybe some listeners know this too. Remember when quarantine began, and there was all this like negativity, like coronavirus, quarantine, people are dying, all this stuff. And then John Krasinski came out with um, the good news only. The good news, the good news only. And he literally like it was him recording a video in his own office, and like the good news only sign was made by like his daughter. And it was just like really cute and like it just blew up on the internet because all people doing all people were doing all day was just like being on their phones or being online and like just trying to like mm-hmm. you know entertain themselves and he came out with this and honestly it, it blew up and I, th- I even I watched and I was like wow this is really cool and he would focus on like communities that were helping with the coronavirus or families that were doing things to like you know stimulate entertainment because they couldn't see each other and things like that and it was really beautiful and then what happened it blew up so much that somebody offered so much fucking money to buy that idea from him and make it into a real news thing and he sold it and everybody was like why the fuck did you do that i never I and ne- it and you d- did you not know that i knew it i didn't think it was wrong that he sold it i think it was because it, it was it now forever. Yeah, but it was now no longer host. Yeah, but the the pandemic didn't end when it was sold. I just thought it was stupid that he was affecting so many positive lives. And it, it, and the thing yeah, is, but it, nobody it's nobody's job to do that for everybody else. Like you can look up fucking good things that happen without somebody telling you that good things are happening. That is completely up to you and your own mindset. It's like again, I'm why why do we hold people like to standards we're not even holding for ourselves? Okay. I just I I thought it was crazy that again we're talking about a, a good news outlet and how he did so much positivity and then he was thrown so much hate because he they didn't do what people wanted. Well, why the fuck do we care so much about what people do and what they don't do? I guess. Like who are we to judge? I would have fucking sold it too. I would have been sold it. All right. Anyways, <laughs> I mean I don't know what to say about that. If my yeah, so I'm sorry. It's fine. <laughs> Okay, do you want to move on to the next topic? Sure, what's the next topic? <laughs> women on women hate. <laughs> I'm I'm just against people on people hate. I just, the judgment that comes from every single action that people do, I know how I feel when I personally get judged for certain things. And I know when I fuck up, like the last thing I feel like doing is, the last thing I feel like hearing is that I fucked up. And so that people have this like newfound confidence to not wear crop tops, but have confidence to 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 hate people on social media and to make tiktoks about what they think other people should do with their time energy and money and what they should do with how to parent their kids and when they shouldn't take vacations and what they shouldn't post and what they should spend their money on and i just i why do we care so much about what other people do i like i'm asking like for myself personally why do we care so much because we're not fulfilled 
with our own lives. That's a hundred percent it. It's like nobody can do anything right. This this example you just given, he did something so good, but he couldn't do it forever. So we're gonna shame him from do it for we think what he did wrong. It's like why? There, there's nobody can do anything right. If he would have kept it, he would have wound up ruining it probably, and we would have shamed him for that. And I just, I can't even believe how much time and energy we spend making decisions that we think other people should make for themselves yeah like i've seen so many tiktoks lately like it's it's one thing that i think females have grown up with society and men making careers around hating us and putting us down and telling us that we're not good enough for this and we're not smart enough to learn this like it we there was a time where we weren't even allowed to go to school because it and it's just crazy to me that we're so against so much already that we choose to go against ourselves and other women like us. I've seen so many TikToks recently about bashing celebrities that have gotten uh, plastic surgery. (laughs) I am so fucking over it just because I know that shitty things that I do to make myself feel better. I've been with toxic guys. I've I've, I've let people emotionally abuse me in relationships and I've let people hide me and I've taken less than what I've deserved and I drank to obliteration and I fucking ate like shit and had a bad relationship with food just to make myself feel better. And I did so many unhealthy things to make myself feel better. Making yourself feel better is different for anybody though. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like Like I've done so many toxic things to make myself feeling your, with making yourself feel better in very different scenarios. And when, yeah, if I was a millionaire, fuck yeah, I would fly to an Island and, 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 and have it for two weeks with all my best friends. And, and yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat, but I can't do that. So what am I going to do? I want to spend $200 on dinner with my friends instead. I'm going to get obliterated. Like that's like who, like, cause I, I know all the unhealthy things I used to do to make myself feel better. And like, yeah, now I go to therapy. I, I have best right. friends like Gabby to talk it out with and, right, I, right, and right. I exercise, but who are we to judge people that make them feel better? If plastic surgery makes them feel better, why the fuck does that hurt you as an individual? Why do you think somebody else needs to give you the perfect image of how of, of what beauty should be? Why can't you just define that for yourselves? Why do you keep waiting for other people to do it? Well, that's and you're because so b- that, well, the thing, the biggest thing is because people mistaken judgment for jealousy. And that guys, I said that I said one of the if I talk shit on somebody, uh, nine and a half times out of ten, it is because I'm insecure about something yeah. that I can't have or that I can't be. Yeah, and that is that is me admittedly. Uh, owning up to things oh, that yeah. I'm jealous of. Like, yeah, for it sure. It is what it is. For sure. So when I see all these like hateful things about the Kardashians and how much money they spend on plastic surgery and how, <laughs> how can they be creating this image for younger people? <laughs> why do you care? It, you Or why do we care? I don't know. And it's because I also see uh, some of the same people that are feminists and believe in pro-choice and how the wo- a woman has a right to do with themselves with whatever they want with their body because it's their body and their choice and their time. But here we and are shaming women shaming for, getting, women for plastic surgery. getting okay. a boob lift or You're, butt injections. And it's like, why? Everybody enhances body, things right? that... Pro-choice, their body. Pro-choice, what they their body. Do with why it? is it different? Because yeah. it doesn't fit our narrative? Right. Yeah. Why do women hate women so fucking much? Why do women hate beautiful women so fucking much? Yeah. Why do women hate successful women, women so fucking much? Yeah. I mean, that's a big one too. And I think that sucks because a lot of women hate other women that are successful because they're competing for something that already doesn't exist for them. Mm-hmm. So seeing one woman being successful is so rare that you think that you can't get that. You can't reach that level of success mm-hmm. because it doesn't come that often for women. And that's really sad. And I just like, so you're, you're not pro-choice, you're pro-opinion, opinion, pro-opinion, and you're pro-control. Yeah. 
Right. Cause like you just, you think that you should love your body naturally. Okay. Stop shaving then. Yeah. Okay. Don't ever wear a bra. Okay. Don't ever get your hair tr- cut. Stop your okay, skin. Don't ever stop wear your makeup. skincare routine. Don't ever wear, ma- like don't ever do skincare routine. Yeah. Don't ever eat healthy. Like all of that enhances your, your, your natural, like natural, naturality, natural, your natural being, your natural yeah. being. So to, to sit here and say that, like, I'll tell you what, I would have given up any of my toxic relationships if I had money to make myself right. feel better through plastic right. surgery. Yeah, like if I, I, if I've I, done something. If I could go back in time and not date that one guy that ruined my life for two years and, and I will also spend that money on making my boobs look perkier. That me or, thinking, or, or spending like a lot of money on like a personal trader. That yeah, me. I trade that for the world. Thinking that I can feel better. Yeah. And by having a man who doesn't deserve me try to love me. Like that has done more personal emotional damage, damage. and has been more detrimental to my well-being than fucking plastic surgery ever would have been and i'm still recovering from it so to fucking sit there and judge people for getting plastic surgery on to make themselves feel better who are we to judge right who are we to judge if people that that drink and have issues and that go on a fucking rant and date this person that's toxic or that it just got abs out of nowhere and lost 50 pounds. Like if people are doing whatever they can do to survive on their own and to like themselves, I personally like myself right now. It took a very long fucking time. So I don't, I don't feel what people feel when they look at celebrities and I try to be empathetic to them that I know that it makes them feel insecure, but nobody can make you feel insecure. You feel insecure. You are in, you feel insecure because you're fucking insecure. And it's like, why aren't you working? Why aren't you focusing on that issue? Like I told Gabby, I didn't even know my hip dips were an insecurity until someone brought them to my attention. They're my genetics and I can't, I can't change that I have hip dips. I thought they were cute until I realized that it's not cute unless you're slim thick (laughs) and that you need a perfect hourglass body. But even if you did want to change them or do something about them, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. I could, uh, we could go for hours, honestly it's 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 just there's just i think we're gonna come for this there's a lot of layers and like listen Alyssa came for me earlier and she was right why do why did i care about that so much like i think there's just so much hyper focus on other people's decisions and well-beings because at the end of the day sometimes you're just not fully fulfilled with your own personal life and we focus too much on what other people think with what we do with our life rather than just doing what we want to do with our life. And I'm like guilty of it too. Like I, 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 I sit there and talk shit. I was zooming in asking where fucking Kendall Jenner's vagina was too. I, I'm guilty of it, but it's just like at the end of the day, like it's just like bigger picture. I just, it doesn't personally affect me unless I personally let it affect me. Right. And there, fuck, what was I just about to say? What we were talking about? We were talking about something earlier that was such a good point. Which one? Damn it! You a lot of points. Point it's gonna, it's gonna come back to you. It's gonna come back to you. Um, but I mean, like we said before, you know, you have to. Oh, oh, wait. Oop. She's got it. Even, even she got it. She got to it. go for like a, a lesser degree because I again I know people can come up at me for my personal views even if Gabby doesn't feel as strongly as I feel she does understand where I'm coming from which I appreciate her for that because I know celebrities have a certain um pressure to 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 be role models to the younger generations because they are so out there and I do agree from that point of view but even just to take it on like a, a lesser degree when people were fucking posting on social media um their Spotify playlists or like their top listens yeah. like they were sharing that on stories and then there were people like we don't give a fuck what you listen to 
I can say that about anything. <laughs> Why do we give a fuck about what anything anybody says? Yeah. Like, if somebody wants to post their top 10 listens, let, let them. them post their top 10 listens. Like, I, I, I just can't believe how wrapped up we are in what everybody else does. And, like, yeah. not even, like, it's not even like we're wrapped up in a positive way. Like, oh, my God, this person just says, I'm really inspired by that. Let me do that, too. It's the negative we, energy. We just it's hate the on neg- it. Like, yeah, why it's are we the such negative haters? energy. I don't know. I really don't know. I and think I think it's so hot. I just, I guess yeah, she's, yo, Alyssa's on fire right now. I just feel like, I, I don't it's know. Pa- I feel it's bad no, but people. it's passionate. It's it. You're, you're passionate about it. And I think it's something um, that people don't realize or don't want to realize because at the end of the day, it's like we said, it's not a them. It's, it's a you problem. You mm-hmm. feel this type of way because you're not fulfilled in your own life. And that's or like you're that's mistaking, or you're mistaking, you know, judgment for jealousy because you don't have that. And that's sad if people like genuinely feel like like are just unaware of the right. fact that they don't, they're not fulfilled. And I just, right. I just think there's different outlets that you can do that would be healthier for you than to make bashing TikToks. Yeah, and to consume your life with negative energy, right? About what the Kardashians do, right? Listen, they have money. That money's not going to go away. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, you're never going to have as much money as them, and that's okay. Fulfill your life with other things because they're going to do what they're going to do with that money at the end of the day. Hmm. It's true. And 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 uh, that's money aside. People are going to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Um, and it just it, it it's on you on, on how you want to react to that and, and what energy you want to put into things. And you know, sometimes there are situations where you have to put in energy to, like, prove something wrong, right? Right. Like, there are situations, especially in today's society, especially with, with what the fuck's going on in the world, where you need to speak up. But there's other situations where you just don't need to concentrate on the petty things or the little things or or the things that other people are doing to make themselves happy that, like, just doesn't need to be focused on you. And I think we've said this before on, on plenty of other podcast episodes, but... It takes little to no effort to just be nice. Mm -hmm. It takes an extremely, extremely big amount of energy to be negative. And sometimes in situations, you really need to stop and think about where your energy is going and how it can benefit you as a person and you as to be something better than you are versus taking somebody else down. Mm -hmm. And to even bring this full circle, like to go back to Brittany, uh, I think it was when the tabloids were shaming her for the quote unquote cheating on Justin Timberlake. Mm -hmm. There was a mom that said that she's never going to let her kid listen to Britney Britney Spears Spears. and that she hopes she kills herself. (laughs) The audacity for somebody to tell somebody else to kill themselves. And just to think that like you're like that Britney's wrong for doing this, but you're not wrong for saying that. Right. There's just no personal accountability. It's like, how can we ever hold other people accountable if it doesn't start within? And I think that's where like my biggest issue comes from because I just want to get there as a society and I don't want this to be the norm, but how we, you, it has to come from within. Like that has to start with ourselves. Right. Like, cause I think we self included are the problem. A hundred percent. A hundred. Like this, this episode was by no means made without us looking at ourselves in the mm-hmm. mirror too. And that's the only reason why we, you know, essentially spoke about it and wanted to talk about it because it, it's something that, um, you know, I think Alyssa and I have been on this like self-love journey for the past year, basically, and it's it's been awesome. But every day is still a new challenge, and you're still growing, and you're and you're not perfect. And on top of that, it's like realizing things like these situations that happen to other women, and you know, other women just like us, or other women that are in this you know crazy you know celebrity limelight and have a lot of money. And at the end of the day, you know, everybody's 
human <laughs> you know mm-hmm. no matter how much money no matter no matter where you live no matter what ethnicity you are no matter what religion you are like everybody's fucking human no one's fucking perfect everybody makes mistakes and if you really wanted to put your time and energy into holding people accountable instead of going into celebrities comments maybe hold the people in charge of america accountable <laughs> and maybe like write some letters to yeah. our officials contact um, your local your local uh um, like quote unquote eat the rich Senate, like yeah. the celebrities are doing nothing to for policy change like they're not in charge of it yeah think Let's bigger picture guys bigger picture um so with that being said what we want to bring to the table this week because out of everything that we did when it came to research for this episode the one regarding billy holiday and her life um her life journey and, and everything that happened to her from a negative standpoint was really eye-opening. Uh, Hulu just put out a documentary called The United States First Billie Holiday. It's our, our it's on our list uh, of things to do for this week, and we're going to watch it, and we're going to, next, epi- next episode we'll talk about it a little bit, but definitely check that out. Um, I think, you know, that is a, a huge example of how a woman in society is, you know, taken advantage of and, and degraded for something that she believed in that is very important, mm-hmm. um, especially something that is so hyper-focused on, you know, today's society and everything that's going on with the world. So definitely check that out. And, you know, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Mm. It was a tough one. It was. I'm, it I'm was in highs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally, I literally can't wait to end this episode just so I can ask Gabby if she's mad at me. <laughs> I knew, the thing is, I knew that was going to come up. I knew it. No, but like that, I think I, I think that's that's the important thing when it comes to like a friendship that you really care about. You discuss things, and sometimes it's not that you don't agree on. It's just like you just see a different perspective. Different, like yeah. n- like now now seeing it, I'm like, no, she was right. Why did I give a well, fuck about that? And you maybe, know, it's maybe, just maybe I don't maybe I don't look at it from the other point of view right. so much. And it's okay. But like at the end of the day, like I'm not gonna give hate energy on you or the oh, situation, thanks. and you know, you go from it. So before you judge. Take a second to learn Sorry something. Sorry about the Cosmo comment. It's okay. I'll uh, I'll work on it, and hopefully next week I make a better Cosmo. So with that being said, that <laughs> wraps up this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye.